That's right, it's time for another episode of Old Fashioned Working Whiskey, a podcast about old-fashioned drinks being drinking by a couple of old-fashioned guys. We discuss work ethics and top-of-mind issues that we face in the day-to-day business life. I am joined in studio by the one, the only, Dr. Hyde. Dr. Hyde, congratulations. What's your favorite thing about your new house? My favorite? Well, I mean, it's a nice big backyard. It is a huge backyard. It butts up all the way to Shemuckla Highway. That was a uh, a pleasant surprise because we were anticipating the tiny little garden that we saw on the the model home. And when I walked out back, I was like, "Oh, hey, we lucked out." Yeah, you got more house, or you got more backyard than you got house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good transition. See, I didn't ask you how you're doing today. You like? I've been working on I did. it. I was I'm ready to get it. to drinking on this. You and me both. We're drinking some McFarland Reserve today. It's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, handcrafted, made in Kentucky. Smaller than usual alcohol. It's uh, it's 45% ABV, which is 90 proof. Um, So this bottle is kind of cool for me. I was uh, in our new Total Wine store here in Pensacola. We just got one. They've been down in South Florida, so you experienced them in Tampa forever, but... We just got our first one, and I was in there buying some some different bourbons and whiskeys, and a guy said, hey, have you had the McFarlane Reserve? And I said, no, sir, I've never heard of it. He goes, it's on sale today. Trust me, you got to get it. It's like this old 80-year-old guy, like, oh, all right. He probably knows what he's talking about. So I got it, sampled it while I was at the store, really liked it, but here we go. Cheers. Smooth as butter. Almost too smooth. Like there's not. I don't feel like there's enough of it standing up in the drink to... Yeah, it's probably something that would you could drink really not. It would drink really nice, neat, mm-hmm. or with a cube on it without any yeah. bitters or simple. simple. Yeah, very very smooth. It smelled smooth when we when we smelled the the cap. Mm. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I'm digging it. Yeah, very nice. Thank you for the recommendation, sir. Whoever you are, I told you about our podcast. Hopefully, you listen. If not, no hard feelings. We do it for us, not for not for him. So right. So it's a good time. So we're uh, we're going to transition out of the the bourbon talk and transition into uh, the talk about transition. So you just moved from from your house that you sold thirty five hundred square foot mansion. <laughs> Not um, big, but it was big. How big was it? Was thirty three twenty five? It was just over three thousand square uh-huh, feet. Yeah, it's a mansion <laughs> compared. I moved out of a fifteen hundred square foot house. It was like double my house, so it was a mansion to me. Uh, moved out of that, moved into a rental, and nine days, eight days, eight technically, eight, yeah, eight days. So that's a quick transition, huh? Yeah, it was stressful, stressful to say the least. Did you um, drink any bourbon during that time? A little bit, but not as much as you wanted. Wanted right, to because I had to pack it up. But didn't have the time because <laughs> you were you were moving. <laughs> good, good. So we we I keep saying that word transition today, and I'm gonna explain. We're not gonna. It's 2022, so we're not talking about any weird transitions. We're talking about no gender transitions. Yeah, we're talking about position transitions. So. I am stepping back from Office Pride. Uh, Owen is the interim president until the end of the year, uh, where we all believe he'll be named the president of Office Pride, Pensacola. President-elect currently. Yeah, president-elect. And so you're transitioning into that role from VP, um, already made a couple of big decisions, and uh, I'm transitioning out of that role into Scooter's, 
which you guys won't be hearing this today, but today is August the 18th, the year of our Lord, 2022. And uh, we have officially broken ground on Scooter's Coffee. So praise God. Our first site is being demoed. I took pictures with the drone, even out in the rain. I was like, I don't know if this is waterproof, but it's water resistant. So I'm going for it. And took a couple pictures, shared that with you guys. Everybody's really excited. But all this transition, Joe's transitioning from Office Pride to Scooter. She was gone for four weeks for training. It's a lot. It's a lot to keep up with. And we got several new people coming into the organization. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of where you started was, was making a couple of two key hires probably for, for our Pensacola side. Um, You want to discuss what led you to those decisions and. Yeah. So we've, as, as an organization, we've kind of got two different divisions uh, in the business. And one of those divisions, we've really struggled to get it to grow beyond a certain point. We've kind of hit a a ceiling Mm -hmm. um, and it seems like no matter what we do, we just can't break through that ceiling. And so one of those things uh, was to, to make a decision to bring in two key hires that I think I believe are going to make that difference. Um, uh, The first hire we made was uh, an assistant operations manager, uh, somebody who's got a lot of skill set that can come in, help make sure that we've got everything streamlined and smooth for this part of it. And then also, the potential to move in and help us open another territory that we've been eyeballing for a while and just have been hesitant on a little gun shy. Cause yeah. we didn't feel like we were in a position to, to execute it well. Um, but we feel like bringing him in puts us in a really good spot for that. And then yes. before we go to the second guy, so the, the key for me with this first guy, so it's a, it's assistant operations manager, really, I, I won't say we luck out cause I don't think it's luck. It's it. Once again, it's a connection that we have personally, right. Um, that reached out to us. It wasn't, we reached out to them and we're like, Hey, we really like, it's because of things that we do in the community, the presence we have on social media. Yeah. He saw our posting and reached out and was like, Hey, I'm interested in that. Yeah. And, and so he is super overqualified, former business owner, district manager for several restaurants, like high level, older in his yeah. probably in his late fifties, early sixties, I would guess. Um, but we super were, qualified, but he was looking for quality of life. He's yeah. like, Hey, I'm done with working 80 hours a week. <laughs> not seeing my family, I, not seeing my yeah. wife of 40 years or 30 years. Recently, they celebrated an anniversary. He has a, a, a daughter and a grandchild like, Hey, I want to see my family. And we're like, okay, well we can, we can do this, you know, is a pay cut, but he was like, Hey, that's fine. If you're telling me I'm only going to work this many hours, we're in, you know? And so it's, it's one of those, Hey, you don't have to be able to afford the best of the bet. Like sometimes you can get them with, with some of the perks of the job, like the quality of life. Yeah. And that was a a big, big deal for him as we had that discussion. Cause you know, I was, because we have the connection, we were able to have a really open Candid candid conversation about, is this going to be a good fit or not? Um, and he gave us a lot of comfort level as far as he's not going to, you know, be disgruntled like, Oh man, I'm taking this huge pay cut and working all these hours. And he was like, 
look, anything below what I'm doing right now is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm excited to have him on board and think it was a great hire. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Obviously it could go either way, but I think he, like I said, he brings a lot to the table. Um, and I think it was a, a great situation for both parties. So then you, so you hired the assistant operations manager. You made one more key hire. Yeah. So through the pandemic and everything, we had just paused on trying to hire a sales rep for obvious reasons that uh, people were not in their offices. They weren't answering sales calls about, hey, can we come clean your building? Um, it was just a, a tough time to try to have a salesperson on staff. And so we'd hit the pause button on that. And then as we've continued to bump against this ceiling and then as our time has grown more and more obligated throughout the day, uh, sales has become more of a distraction for you and I to try to manage and run and do on the day to day. And we're not, and now I'm leaving. So it yeah. really just leaves you, which yeah. And we're not hitting our what, numbers, yeah, our numbers that we want to achieve. And so I decided it was just time to make that decision. And we posted up an ad. We had, uh, again, not really anybody great that came through, online advertising, uh, both connections were through recruitment efforts of you where, you know, one was <laughs> you had a sales guy that you were dealing with and you're like, Hey, like he's got a really good. So, so the, the guy walks in from, uh, it's probably been four. Sorry. I'm making another drink. <laughs> That's okay. That's what that thud was. That was the bourbon in the run. Well, well, the first guy though was oh, a car salesman. Yeah, yeah. You were buying a car from, I and bought a truck and he was great to work with candid. I mean, he was hustling. He got an umbrella, yep. walked me and the girlfriend out, you know, he, Hey, can I get you guys some waters? Yeah. We had the kid with us. Can, can I get her some snacks? Like yeah. he was all over it. Yeah. And then the other guy was somebody who actually walked into our business, cold calling us mm -hmm. um, here in we the were, office. Yeah. We were just impressed and you'd hung on to his business card. And so we were coming up short on our online ads and, you know, you just like said, Hey, let's, let's talk to these guys. And they were both great candidates. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, only one spot's open. And so yeah. we only we offered bo one. Both of them could have been the guy. Absolutely. One brings a little more experience, but also requires a little more pay. Yeah. And we're not, that. that's not saying we'll never get there, but today we're like, Hey, let's go with the younger guy. He's willing to work within what we had established as what our pay setup was going to be. And yeah, he fit the budget we had. Yeah. In mind. And he's still hungry. He's, he wants to grow. He wants to do it. And it, it saves him some travel. So he works kind of the Gulf coast with his current job goes from Biloxi to mobile to here to Fort Walton. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you, know, if, you know, that's if you're not from this area, you don't understand that's, you know, a four hour drive from end to end if, yeah. without any crazy traffic. Like, yeah. If you hit the bridge going to mobile, it yeah. could be a six hour <laughs> or the tunnel coming, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I say the bridge, it's the tunnel that causes it, but it's the bridge that gets backed up, right? right. If you're headed to Mobile, you're going to get stopped on the bridge. If you're coming from Mobile, you're not going to make it to the tunnel. So yeah, yeah. it's just, it's awful. We we both worked in Mobile for, for our franchisee of Office Pride back in the day. And yeah, it was it short was of brutal, running out yeah. of gas. Uh, there's not a worse <laughs> way you could spend it on, than stuck on the bridge. <laughs> so... You know, so you've made those two big decisions. Um, obviously, we're uh, so I'm the 
the leader of the group. You guys have elected me. We, I was that for office pride because of my, my position of ownership. Mr. Hyde's going to make himself a drink now. Good for you, buddy. Um, and now as I step back, I'll still remain CEO, but you'll be president running the day to day. We have a group of four owners that have, um, chosen me to be the CEO of, of scooters. And I don't, take that decision lightly. I, I wear that, that badge with honor, but also with a serious amount of commitment to you guys to, to run and grow the best possible coffee chain in the existence of Northwest Florida. Um, and you guys know that. And, uh, you know, it wasn't something that I was an ambassador for like, Hey guys, I should be this, but at the same time am fully welcoming because I love the challenge, but we have made the decision to, to transition with a new partner. Um, we're adding possibly a fifth partner we've presented to, and he's doing his due diligence because we want to grow faster than what we originally thought. So we bought a five store. Um, yeah, we had big eyeballs to, when we came to the table, but then we, we restrained ourselves and we said, Hey, that's probably not the best. Yeah, We decision. wanted like 10 yeah. or 15 stores. We're like, Hey, let's just do five for now. Cause that's a lot. Yeah. And financially, physically responsible like we we should have hold it back to five well then well once the ball got rolling and word got out we've had just tons of opportunities popping up for locations and then equally there was um some opportunities to pick up some additional locations Man, it fell in our lap I, yeah I, we, so chris <laughs> yeah. and i and this guys i'm not trying to toot my own horn this is not i for those of you that know me i do brag but Typically, it's on us as a business, not on me. But one thing that I do better than anybody that I know is I do people. Like my connections are, like like you said, brought us the applicant for the AOM, brought us the two applicants for the salesperson. I went to Grow 2021 with Chris Middleton, and we met the couple that was in West Pensacola growing the Scooters brand. And I told them, I said, hey, guys, you know, we hit it off, enjoyed them. Nice people, a little wordy, but nice. Um, and I told them, I said, hey, guys, I know it's just the beginning of our journey, but you guys are a little older. I'm a little younger, and I don't see me giving up on life anytime soon. <laughs> so if you ever decide you want to sell, would you give me a call first? They said, sure, absolutely. Well, guys, that, that <laughs> phone call came a heck of a lot sooner than I expected because yeah. they called about a month ago and we're in develop, we're in talks of, of acquisition and buying out their stores and rights and working with Scooter's legal team. So we needed to bring on another partner to firm up the financial situation because these are cash intensive, right? I mean, we're talking yeah. 120 to 150,000 per store. That yeah, we have that, to pay that we cash. Have to, yeah. <laughs> that we have to pay cash before we even get finance. Like, yeah. then the financing comes in, and we're we're at like a million two to build a store right now. Roughly, um, yeah. Hopefully, thank, it's thank coming. You, uh, inflation and everything. And I else. say to build a store. The store <laughs> build out costs about six hundred k, but then you've got another, you yeah, know, three to five hundred thousand in equipment and yeah. and technology. So, um. So for us to go from five stores to 15 stores, we needed another partner. And and so we're, we're working on bringing that in. So there's just a lot of transitions going on. And it takes, in my opinion, it takes just clarity and vulnerability to say, hey, I don't know what's going on here. Can you handle this? What's going on? Can, I, can you explain yeah. this? You know, as I step back from Office Pride, I'm trying to fully push you ahead is like, Hey, if, if people come to me, I'm like, Hey, go to Olin. Hey, go to Olin. Hey, go to Olin. 
Greg, Greg Harris, a good friend of ours. And we hope to have him on the podcast soon. Um, owns the ice flyers. He reached out to me about next year's sponsorships. And we talked about doing some bobbleheads with him. And he's like, Hey, can I jump on a call with you? And I'm like, I, I would love to, but I'm not in charge of the day to day anymore. We got to get Olin on the phone too. And he's at peer group today. So can we set this up? And he's yeah. like, yeah. Um, so we're going to get that set up and, and talk yeah. through it all. Make sure we get all, cause we're, I mean, we're, we're both big supporters of local sports, local anything. Right. And so we're, we're good with that. It's not a matter of, are we going to do it? It's what, what does it look like? How does it work? Well, that brings and, up another important part about transitions, right? Sometimes, um, like for you, you're having a shift from a visionary role to a more of an integrator role, really, because you're going to be in, in the thick of it in the stores, making sure that everybody is rowing the right direction. Yeah. Um, and, and that things are, are running smoothly as, as we get these things off the ground. And I'm having to shift from that to more of that visionary role, which is a big part of the reason that I, I guess you could say that's a third major decision. Um, to join this, this peer group. Cause it, it was also a financial commitment to yeah. be a part of this group. But I knew that my natural tendency is if I'm in the office, I I'm in the, the task oriented, let's get things done. Uh, and I need a structured environment to pull me out of that yeah. mindset and into the visionary. Let's look down the road. Let's think ahead because I can do it. It's not my natural well, tendency. We've talked and I, you know, we, we are very open and honest on this podcast. Like our, one of our bigger struggles has been your tunnel vision, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and really identifying that was the biggest issue. And now that we've identified it, overcoming, it's a lot easier, but identifying it first was the, was the big struggle, but you do, you, you get so focused on like, Oh, this has got to get done. And like, so yeah, As I, a get visionary, my, I get can't. my big three for the day and I'm like, I, you know, I start focusing on getting all my big threes done, but you're right. Like I have to stop, step back and think of the bigger picture as well. Yeah. Because like, so our AOM and our sales guy, let's, we both, both needed both of those positions. Could we have hired them without the connections I made? Pa- probably, possibly may, longer, may not have gotten as good a result as I think we're going to have. Right. So now you have to transition into that role of connecting with people, even though it's a weakness of yours, right? I, I say a weakness. It's a lesser strength. 30. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's 34 uh, for you. We don't want Don uh, <laughs> to get a Don well, doesn't so, listen to this. Don, if no. you listen, you call or text me personally <laughs> and I'll apologize and send you a bottle of your favorite bourbon. No. So the difference there is like your woo, right? So you, you work a room. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I have trouble making the connections. It's I have trouble working a room. Well, I, so. Because I'll, I'll make two I don't or three even connections. Know. You, I was going to say, you make a connection, but you're very selective. I connect with everybody. Yeah. You will select with one or you'll connect with one or two, but they'll be super deep. And that's what I was talking to Grace about today. We She and I had a, a meeting to discuss goals and aspirations for her. And she was, you know, like. Hey, what's one thing that you notice? I said, well, I love people. Now I don't love crowds of people. Like I get stressed out at concerts and and Disney just because of my law enforcement training and like, Oh, everybody's going to like, somebody's going to come in and do something bad. Like I'm always like on high alert when I'm in large groups of people, but like at conferences, you and I work really well because I will go in and I'll be like, boom, bust the ice baby. And then you're like, I go two tables down and I'm like, where the hell is Olin at? And I have to go back and, but for those key relationships that we're, we're like, Hey, we, we got to make these two 
key relationships, like you're able to, you know, so to speak, bring me along with you. Right. Cause I am not comfortable just, Hey, five minutes here, there, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You are. So we're able to do that. And then if I'm like, Hey, this could be one of our, then we'll key come wins, back yeah, and then I'm able to sit there and stand and you keep going around. Yeah. And you know, work in the room and then you come back and you're like, Hey, you need to talk to this person too. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, yeah. So it, it, the, the dynamic works out really well, but we're having to figure that out on separate sides of the street now because you're kind of running the OP thing. I'm running the, the scooters thing. And I still have some heavy and present heavy involvement with OP right now, but I would imagine by March to June of next year, I'll have almost no involvement because by November we'll have store one open December, probably store two and yep. then March to, to June three through five could be open. Right. Quite so possibly. Yeah. So it, it actually three through seven. <laughs> yeah. There's two that are queued up that aren't ours that, that we're going to take over yeah. hopefully. And, and then a third that could, you know, nine mile could, could blow up quickly. So, you know, and so one of the questions Grace asked me today was like, well, like what, what pushes you? And I said, well, well, the drive I have comes from my dad. My dad had a great work ethic. I learned everything I, I have from my work ethic from him. But I said, my, my fear is not ever being enough for me. We're not, we're not there yet. Right. It's like people ask me how all the time, like how much is enough? I'm not sure. I don't know what that number is. I don't know what that. So Heather and I had this discussion. I I don't know before we ever moved here. You know, I I had told her, I was like, I don't know why I have this drive to just keep climbing and doing more and being more successful. But after taking the strengths finders test with Don, it gave me huge insight to myself. Like I'm, I'm a high achiever and a high maximizer. And so that's my natural tendency is like, I, every day starts from zero and I have to do something to win the day. And then I also like to take things that are good and make them great. Yeah. Um, and so that's just my natural drive and, and understanding that helped me go, okay, I can, start making some smaller decisions. Maybe I don't need to be so, you know, empire builder, you know, I can, I can yeah, we do. joke about Marcus Lemonis, <laughs> but yeah. like, I don't ever want to be Grant Cardone. Like I, I, I like the guy. I, I feel like he comes across as really insincere sometimes and yeah. just content creator. Like that's why I really, really connect with, with, um, Vayner, uh, Gary Vayner. Yeah. Gary, yeah. I, well, for some reason I want to say Rory, but, uh, he's coming to the conference. Rory is uh, yeah, on the brain. We're gonna take the yeah. stairs. Yeah. Um, so for me, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's really authentic. Like, and I connect with that. He wants to build an empire, but not at the sake of his character. At the sake of his. Yeah, he wants to build an empire based on his natural uh, tendencies. Of, yeah. Hey, I want to go. Everybody's going left. I'm going to go right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really respect that, and that's what we're trying to do here. Is not necessarily be different, but just be authentic um, and be real and connect with people. You know, our, our office pride mission statement that we helped write is kind of my mission statement. And, and I wasn't to honor God by, but that's what it office pride has chosen honor God by positively impacting people and workplaces. I am a firm believer. I, I don't wear my faith on my sleeve. So people are like, Oh, he's a Christian. Let me yeah. do this. I, I firmly believe that we honor God by positively impacting people in workplaces. I think they're mutually exclusive. Like you can't, you can't positively impact people in workplaces and not honor God. 
Right. You just can't. Even if you don't believe in him. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't, that's what you're doing. So thank you for your effort towards right. towards the faith. Even if you don't like our government, if you pay taxes. Yeah. You're yeah. honoring them. Exactly. Like. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things for me where I don't feel like I have to wear it like a badge of honor. Some people do, yeah. and that's fine. I'm not throwing them under the bus. But for me, I don't have to do that. I want to be judged by my actions, not by what I say. And I think that's the key to all those transitions, right? Because if you're, you're living out who you are and you're staying true to yourself, no matter what the transition is, it will be less stressful if that's what you're doing through it. Yeah. Like you were stressed through the move, but it wasn't at any point you weren't ever like ready to crack. You were just under pressure. Like you're like, Oh, you know, it was like you were becoming a diamond, right? Diamonds are created under pressure. That's what happened because you were on your way to your goal. It wasn't like it was like something you didn't want to do. It was something in your plan. Now it wasn't quite as fast. It it was a little faster than you were expecting, but you're like, Hey, it gets me where I want to be. I'm in, let's go done. And, and so that's the thing. If you're true to yourself, if you're true to who you're trying to become, right, we're all on this journey of life together, then you'll be fine. You'll become who you want. You'll become what you're intended to be. And for us, that's our goal is to help you guys become who you want to be. That's why we do what we do. We don't get paid for this. It's not some money-making thing. It's in a time for us to sit down and and enjoy each other's company, talk through life, talk through business. And and we really hope you guys are enjoying it. We hope you give us some feedback at oldfashionedworkingwhiskey at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. Any of those things, give us some feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. We appreciate everybody. We love you. We hope you're learning. God bless, and we'll see you on the next episode. Old Fashioned Out.